celebrating Black History Month. Today's special guest is Taye Yuhuru. He is a student of middle childhood education and independent hip hop artist, as well as historian and a genealogist. Has recorded and performed music in the Netherlands, South Africa, Senegal, and several other countries. He himself is a world traveler that has visited over 50 countries. Please give a warm welcome to Ever Blessed, Taye Yuhuru. Well, it's hello again. It's um, it's been a journey for both of us, huh? I've been keeping uh, track of you in your podcast. How is it going so far for you? Oh wow! Thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's been going good. It's been a good experience. Yeah, because I think I think the last time we had spoken, I think off and on in Facebook, that you identified that you were going to be doing that. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So is it is it done weekly, right? Or is it it's done on Friday, like Fridays as well? Um, well, I don't really have a schedule, but I try to drop, you know, one or two episodes a week. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you've been super busy. So have you been doing any more traveling or is uh, COVID kind of put a damper on things? Um, it kind of slowed me down, but I've still been able to travel since the shutdown. It was at 2020. I'm really itching to travel again, so I've been looking at your website too. So, like I said, I've been anticipating to talk with you again because I know there's like more, you know, additional things that have been arising in your journey as well. Because now that you officially have that podcast, is it, is it specifically just a YouTube or is it on different platforms as well? Um, yeah, I've been putting it on different platforms. Uh, the full episodes are on YouTube. Put some episodes on Anchor. Put some clips on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Oh, TikTok? Okay, I got I got to follow you on TikTok because I'm on there all the time. Well, good, good. Just a couple of questions that I wanted to dive into just to get to know you a little bit more. And uh, so I know we had spoken before on a couple occasions and uh, like you mentioned before, you had started your podcast and it's going fantastic. You're meeting wonderful people. So and the thing about I enjoy is actually meeting as wondrous people as uh, like yourself. So like, as a child, um, what did you wish to become when you grew up? Because I think you are from Cleveland, Ohio currently. Um, is that where you grew up? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I was born and raised in Cleveland. Um, I mean, I'm in Africa right now, but... Yeah, that's definitely where I'm from. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So as a child, what did you wish to become when you grew up? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I was a real young, I wanted to be a wrestler, a rapper, you know, all the stuff you see on TV, you know, a superhero. But, you know, as I got mature, you know, I still held on to wanting to be a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, want to be a world traveler, wanting to travel around the world and you know, meet people and do different things, fun and exciting things, writing. I always wanted to write. So you're actually doing a lot of those things right now because, I mean, you are, based on your website, you are traveling. And then, of course, when you said you are writing music, I think you've been trying to keep that hush-hush with me because I haven't heard any of your songs besides listening to some of the recordings on your YouTube. But <laughs> but um. I love the uh, the layout that you have, and you're you're actually everything that you probably dreamed of doing when you were a child. You're you're right on track. So, 
And it's funny because you mentioned wrestling. Uh, my gosh, I still watch it. It's kind of crazy, but I actually I watch wrestling. And, and ironically, I was a vo- one of the voiceover characters for uh, upcoming WWE video games. So it's pretty yeah. interesting how, yeah. So a lot of stuff's been going on on my side as well. But on to you as well. So let's see. Uh, if you could have dinner with anyone from history, because I know with all the the traveling and the knowledge that you've learned uh, along the way, if you could have dinner with anyone from history, who could it be? Oh, wow, that's a good question. It'd probably be my uncle, <laughs> my mom's brother. Mm-hmm. And why? Well, um, I wrote a book. It's called The Afro Set. So my uncle, he was a co-founder of The Afro Set. So basically, uh, this was an organization that was at the forefront of reintroducing Black Americans to African culture, African history, African fashion, African language, African spirituality, African music, you know. So he Mm -hmm. was the minister of information. You know, he was the editor of the newspaper. He was a photographer of the organization. Um, They practiced self-defense. They would go to the farm, they would do military drills, they would do rifle, you know, uh, target practice. They would train with the machetes, train with the sticks, you know, do different things like that. They had a lot of social programs, breakfast programs, lunch programs. They had a nursery. They opened up a drug rehabilitation center. Um, They had a theater. They would do fashion shows, musical performances, uh, poetry readings. My uncle, he was a poet. He was a musician, played the saxophone, played the Congo drums. So he was a very important leader, you know, in the city of Cleveland. So I never met my uncle. So I had to do a lot of research and interview people. They told me a lot of great things about him. You know, a lot of things we have in common, things that run in the family. So that's definitely someone that I would like to uh, meet and sit down and talk to. Yeah. Wow. He sounds like an awesome person to get to know. So you had to do some research on your own uncle. So is this something that's currently still going? Is this has this um, grown exponentially or has it is it continuing to grow as a foundation, carrying on the name and carrying on the the legend of your uncle for this? And I know you said you had a book that's called the Afro Set Book by Taye Uhuru. Is someone in in his shoes continuing on with his journey and his legend and his foundation in Cleveland? Uh, I mean, it's just me right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm the person that that wrote the book, so I will be the most knowledgeable person about my uncle, you know, outside of people that actually know him. I mean, you know, he died at a young age, so he didn't really get to leave a large legacy in terms of you know, years of life, but a lot of the work that he did, he planted a lot of seeds, did a lot of powerful things, you know, for mm-hmm. black people all around the country. He went to California and Chicago and New York and Philadelphia and worked with a lot of black power organizations. So um, in terms of continuing his legacy, like I say, the book is available now. I have a lot of old archive footage of my uncle speaking in his organization. I have news clippings. Uh, news articles, old pictures. So, you know, the next step, we'll probably do a documentary. And then um, it's a lot of uh, tail profiles that are still in Washington, D.C. that haven't been released yet. Thousands of pages of things that they did to a lot of our black leaders, including my uncle. So I requested them five years ago. So, you know, whenever I get those and I may do a re-edition of the book, you know, expose some of those things that a lot of people don't know about. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be very interesting to find out. That sucks that you had, you requested it over five years ago and it's still hanging up on that. So I'm I'm hoping the best for you and that uh, it'll arrive momentarily, earlier than you expected, you know, out of the blue. To get to continue on learning more about that, that's amazing. So talking about all the things that you wanted to be when you grew up, when did you first become passionate about these chosen fields and you know the music life that you have the touring even on your website you have like the family tree research like what got your passion started where did you first become passionate about this chosen field i think it's something that started with my family you know my uh great-grandfather he was from atlanta and he migrated to cleveland during the great migration in the 1920s and he joined the unia he was a follower of marcus garvey And my grandmother, you know, she went to a lot of the meetings and the marches and the parades. She's seen these things and she would tell me about them when I was younger. You know, Marcus Garvey believed that black people all around the world should come together. Black people in Brazil, black people in the Caribbean, black people in Latin America, black people in India, black people in Asia, black people all around the world should come together, work with each other and unite because we're going through the same things, whether we know it or not. So, you know, I just always had a love for Black people and Black history. And my uncle, which is my great-grandfather's grandson, you know, the things that he did that I heard about from my aunts and uncles, they would tell me about, you know, different things that was going on during the Black Power movement. So that just inspired me to be greater and do more for my people and my community on a global perspective. Like I say, working with and helping Black people all over the world. Wow, that's, yeah, I I am just amazed that you have embraced your history and your heritage because a lot of people are not able to do that. Um, I myself is one of those people. Uh, so I guess I could take to heed that uh, you are encouraging me to move a little bit closer into understanding my history and my culture. That's one of the things I've struggled to, how I would handle it specifically because I am a, you know, I'm Afro-Latina, but I also, you know, there's there's a lot of intertwining of cultures in my, my background. So um, I want to embrace all of it. And if I can start there, you know, with a little help on your website there, because uh, I'm really, really pressed on because you have so much creativity and so much things going on on your website. But there was one last question before I I'll, wanted to ask you specifically some other features that you have on your website. Who are the three greatest living musicians? I guess, yeah. So I know probably one of your family members would be one of those, but um, who are the three greatest living or passed on musicians um, that you consider as the greatest? Well, I mean, I listen to all types of music, but my favorite genre is hip hop because that's the first genre of music that I was introduced to. I am a, you know, a hip hop, a product of hip hop. So mm -hmm. I would say I like Tupac, I like uh, Nas, I like Scarface. Those are probably my favorite in terms of hip hop. I like the way that they write. I like the, the lyrical content, you know, the things that they talk about. They address uh, political things and they address the streets, you know, so it's, it's kind of like a balance of reality and the way that things should be. Mm -hmm. Tupac, I've always followed him, um, you know, even after death. 
you know, that he's just been, his poetry in my heart. You know, he just literally hits on some things that a lot of people don't like to talk about, especially during a time of our struggle in history, in our culture, and in dealing with society. As a uh, person of color, you know, all the ins and outs of the hard life, the rough life that we have gone through. And uh, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And um, I guess I could also say, like, what is your favorite quote if you have one specifically from like a rap artist or a favorite quote from a book? Do you have anything that you would like to share with the listeners? Uh, yeah, one of my favorite quotes is from Frederick Douglass. Uh, he says, it's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. Mm-hmm. And it's deep. That's deep. So thank you so much. Now, on your website, you have a variety, like I mentioned, a variety of things you do. You do tours, you have African history, like the family tree research. You have your Afroset book that you had mentioned about your uncle and the and the research that you've done on that. You also create your own music, as well as there are some African products like um, African earth and oils and sage and other other products. Now, where can the listeners find out more about you and these features that you have on your website? Where where can they reach out to you? Oh, okay. Uh, the website is Camp Cleveland dot o-r-g c-a-m-p-c-l-e-v-e-l-a-n-d dot org like you said i have a variety of things going on so i do tours to africa i take groups to different countries in africa the tours you can go any time of year you can do a payment plan the tours include flight hotel breakfast dinner um, all of the activities uh, travel insurance we go to ghana we go to egypt we go to senegal we go to cape verde we go to South Africa, we go to Kenya. Um, we just recently added Madagascar, Tanzania. Also, I do the genealogy. Um, I help people research and trace their family roots. So I help people go into the 1900s, the 1800s, the 1700s, 1600s. And I help them uh, find documents like birth certificates, death certificates, slave schedules, marriage licenses, uh, military draft cards you know, different things like that. So they can find out who their great-great-grandparents were, where they were enslaved at, what plantation they come from. You know, they can reconnect with the lost pieces. And it's, it's not just for Black Americans. I work with uh, Mexican, Jamaican, European. You know, a lot of people are interested in, you know, finding more information about their family's history. Also, the book is on there. And when I go to different countries, I bring back different products from Asia, Africa, South America. And, you know, they're not resell them on the website. Wow. Now, have you done your history, your genealogy? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What did you find that shocked you? Nothing really shocking because, like I say, I, I kind of already knew about my uncle and my great grandfather. So I knew about these things at a young age. So it instilled a lot of pride in me and empowered me. It boosted my self-esteem and my self-confidence. So some people, they don't know anything about their family. You know, they know their mother, they know their grandmother, and that's about it. They don't mm-hmm. know what their struggles were. They don't know how they died. They don't know what type of work they did. They don't know if they could read or write. They don't know if they owned land. They don't know if they had other brothers and sisters and cousins. Because, you see, you have two parents. You have four grandparents, eight 
great-grandparents, 16 great-great, 32 great-great-great, 64 great-great-great, 128 great-great-great-great. <laughs> so that's only going back maybe 200, 300 years. So a lot of people don't even, you know, think about these things. Yeah. Wow. This is crazy because, I mean, I would love to find out more about me, um, just the history and I know that when look back and trying to find out who those um, ancestors are, I know there's a lot of people. And I mean, I could say personally that there's like an emptiness that needs to be filled. Like, who am I? You know, that's kind of like, like the first question that starts a person on that journey is who am I? You know, and it's so wonderful that you're able to help other people find out who they are and then enrich them even more on the history of their lineage. And um, that is just a beautiful thing. And it's uh, it's been an honor speaking with someone who has uh, such a passion about that. So did you have any additional things that you'd like to share with the listeners before we end? Uh, no, I want to thank you again. It's definitely an honor. I truly appreciate you inviting me on your platform. Yeah, thank you so much, Ty. And I appreciate your patience and, um, you know, being flexible. I want to get you out there. I know you've been all over, your face is all over the place, but it's been wonderful to have you as my guest, you know, outside of everyone else who's had a piece of you. <laughs> so at least I got a little something, uh, something that I can put on there and uh, it just kind of gets you out there and... You know, I want you to thrive. I want you to be successful. And that's my goal. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you have a wonderful weekend and enjoy Africa. All right. Likewise. Queen. Peace. <laughs> yeah. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Noise Palu Zion podcast. If you yourself is a small business owner, entrepreneur, musician, or artist, or liked what you heard, Please share and follow. I am on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, or contact me at www.jasminecastillovoice.com and stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.